Hi, everyone, and welcome to another uh, Bob Morning of the Day, and happy Tuesday to all of you. Today, we are in Psalm 22, 1 through 31, and then we'll go to Romans 2, 1 through 29. So let's go ahead and begin. Psalm 22, for the director of music to the tune of the Doe of the Morning, a Psalm of David. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer by night and am not and am not silent. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are are the praise of Israel. If you are, are if you are fathers, put their trust. They trusted and you delivered them. They cried to you and were saved. In you, they trusted and were not disappointed. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by men and despised by those people. All who see me mock me. They hurl insults, shaking their heads. He trusts in the Lord. Let the Lord rescue him. Let him deliver him, since he delights in him. Yet you brought me out of the womb. You made me trust in you, even at my mother's breast. From birth I was cast upon you. From my mother's womb you have been my God. Do not be far from me, for trouble is near and there is no one to help. Many bulls surround me. Strong bulls of Bashan encircled me. Roaring lions tearing their prey open their mouths wide against me. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart has turned to wax. It has melted away within me. My strength is dried up like a hot shirt, and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You lay me, lay, you lay me in the dust of death. Dogs have surrounded me. A band of evil men has encircled me. They have pierced my hands and my feet. I can can count all these bones. People stare and gloat over me. They divide my garments among them and cast lots for my clothing. But you, O Lord, be not far off. O oh, my strength, come quickly to help me. Deliver me life, my life from the sword, my precious life from the power of the dogs. Rescue me from the mouth of the lions. Save me from the horns of the wild oxen. I will declare your name to my brothers. In the congregation, I will praise you. Who will fear the Lord, praise him. All who, de- all the you descendants of Jacob, honor him. Revere him, all you, you descendants of Israel. For he has not despised or disdained the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from him, he but has listened to his cry for help. From, from you comes the theme of my praise in coming in great assembly. Before those who fear will I fu- fulfill my vows. The poor will eat and be satisfied. They who seek the Lord will praise him. May your hearts live forever. 
All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations will bow down before him. For dominion belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the, over the nations. All the rich of the earth will feast and worship. All who go down to the dust will kneel before him. Those who cannot keep themselves alive, posterity will serve him. Future generations will be told about the Lord. They will proclaim his righteousness to a people yet unborn, for he has done it. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. So now we're in Romans 2, 1 through 29, God's righteous judgment. Let's go ahead and read that scripture. You therefore have no excuse, you who pass judgment on someone else. For at whatever point you judge the other, you are condemning yourself because you will, will, who pass judgment do the same things. Now we know that God's judgment against those who do such things is based on truth. So when you, a mere man, pass judgment on them and yet do the same things, do you think you will escape God's judgment? Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, tolerance, and patience? Not realizing that, that God's kindness leads you to toward repentance? Because, but because of your stubbornness and your unrepented heart, you are storing up wrath against yourself for the day of God's wrath, when his righteous judgment will be revealed. God will give to each person according to what he has done. To those who by persistence is doing good, seek glory, honor, and immortality. He will give eternal life. But for those who seek, who are self-seeking and who reject the truth and follow evil, there will be wrath and anger. There will be trouble and distress for every human being who does evil. First for the Jew, then for the Gentile, and but glory, honor, and peace for everyone who does good. First for the Jew, not for, then for the Gentile, for God does not show favoritism. All who sin apart from the law will also perish apart from the law, and who all who sin under law will be judged by the law. For it is not those who hear the law who are righteous in God's sight, but it is those who obey the law who will be declared righteous. Indeed, when Gentiles who do not have the law do by nature things required by the law, they are a law for themselves, even though they do not have the law. Since they show that the requirements of the law are written on their hearts, their consciences also bear witness, and their thoughts now accusing, not now even defending them. This will take place on the day when God will judge men's secrets through Jesus Christ, as my gospel declares. The Jews and the Law now you, if you call yourself a Jew, if you rely on the law and brag about your relationship to God, if you know this will, his will, and approve of what is superior because you are instructed by the law, if you are convinced that you are a guide for the blind, 
a light for those who are in, in the dark, an instructor of the foolish and teacher of the infants, because you have in the law the embodiment of knowledge and truth. You then, who teach others, do you not teach yourself? You who preach against stealing, do you steal? You who say the people should not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who abhor idols, do you rob temples? You who brag about the law, do you dishonor God from, by breaking the law? As it is written, God's name is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. Circumcision has value if you observe the law. But if you break the law, you have become as though you had not been circumcised. If those who are not circumcised keep the law's requirements, will they not be regarded as though they were circumcised? The one who is not circumcised physically and yet obeys the law will condemn you who, even though you have the written code and circumcision, are a lawbreaker. A man is not a Jew if he is only one outwardly, nor is circumcision merely outward and physical. No, a man is a Jew if he is one inwardly, and circumcision is circumcision of the heart, but the spirit by the spirit, not by the written code. Such a man's praise is not from men, but from God. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear God, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. I ask that you protect people, I pray, and allow them to spread the gospel. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.